The wonder-working power of joy. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. I made some points last week. I'm going to continue from there today. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Give it to me in the Amplified Classic. And I want everybody to read it together. Amplified Classic is going to be on the screen. One, two, go, everybody. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, let me hear you, is what? Love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, which is meekness and humility, self-control, self-restraint, continence. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a charge. Amen. What do you need to know about joy? Number one, I told us last week that joy is part of our redemption package. Part of our redemption package. When, when you say that salvation is a package, it means it is not an item. It is a combination of items. The word salvation is from the Greek word sozo. In that package is healing. In that package is deliverance. In that package is the new birth. New birth. In that package is the wisdom of God. In that package is prosperity. In that package is restoration. And so on and so forth. And I gave an example. You remember my example because it resonates with young people. Your uncle from the United States sent you a package. And he told you, in that package, you have an iPhone 13 Pro Max. And then it comes with its own charger. And then it got you AirPods in the package. And then an iPod in the package. And then an iPad in the package. And then 500 US dollars in the package. But when the package arrived and you opened it with joy and with eagerness, you found only the charger. Will you allow the delivery man go with his bike? How many of you are so born again, you would open it and the man is still there. You just say, oh, okay, you can go. How many of you? Let me see your hand up. How many of you will call him back and say, come and explain? Because... You are expecting a package, not an item. This is what happens when we receive only the new birth. And thank God I was a sinner. Now I've been washed by the blood of Jesus. I'm saved. I don't need other things. You do need other things. God knows you need those other things. That's why I put them together. All in one package. You do need healing. You do need divine health. If you don't need healing, you need divine health to continue to maintain yourself. You do need prosperity because there are bills to pay, baby. There are bills to pay. Amen? If you don't have your own bills, will it be good if you are able to pay the bills of people around you? Will it be nice? Somebody's hungry in your hostel. And you are able to buy them lunch. Or you are able to buy them foodstuff to cook. 
So the, 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 the package of salvation is not an item. It's a complete package. So we shouldn't take one of it and leave the rest. And joy is part of that package. At salvation, the Holy Spirit came into you and it brought joy along. That's why the Bible says that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and so on and so forth. It's a work of the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. So, the day you received Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, the Holy Ghost came into your heart and it brought joy. So, you must know your joy is not from external sources. Your joy is from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He's the source of your joy. He said, my joy I give to you, not as the word given, give I unto you. Amen. Praise God. And he said, I'm, I'm going to do it so that my joy will remain in you. I want my joy to remain in you. So you need to know where your joy is coming from. So that when the enemy is attacking your joy, you know that, look, I didn't get it from you. And so you can't take it from me. So see, look at what you're wearing this morning. Please come. I like it. I want to give some illustrations. So church, look at me. Is it possible for anybody to take this from you? Who, who gave this to you? I want the judge to hear. Who gave it to you? I bought it for myself. You bought it for yourself? You did? Yes. God so blessed you, you had enough money to buy this. Did you buy this from Adasa? Yes, sir. Uh, because I know she sells stuff like this. She blessed me with something like this on my birthday two years ago. She's a good girl. Adasa, can you stand? Let them see. Free marketing for you this morning. And you can see what she's wearing. So if you want... Uh, Something like this. See her. She's a good girl. But, so, but you bought it. She didn't give you. In my own case, she gave me. All right, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I am blessed. I know you are blessed too. Yes, but I'm highly favored. <laughs> now, can anybody just come, walk up to you and say, Tosin, give it to me. It's impossible. No, you are born again. Tosin, you no, see, you are no longer in Mokola. You are no longer. Now, you, you are in Mokola, but Mokola is no longer in you. If you knew this guy before he got born again, he was a hard guy, pop singer. He led worship at the dawn service. Oh my God, were you blessed? Yes, and then the second service as well. I was just looking at you as you were leaders. Eh? This is somebody that should be puffing in their hymn now. It should be at Orioke now, Sunday morning. Some, people are, some guys are there now, cultural center, but grace found you. So are you telling me that even now that you are born again, somebody cannot just come and collect this thing from you. Lie, lie. Check my voice here. Like, ah, ah. me. Glory to God. It's like your joy. The devil didn't give you your joy. And he comes and says, I want to have your joy. Will you give it to him? Who gave you your joy? So you need to know where it is coming from. Number two, quickly, because I want to move on very quickly. Number two, like every other fruit of the spirit, your joy must be cultivated and released. You must be a farmer. Cultivate your joy and release it. You have been given the seed. Sow it. Oh, well, pastor, how come I'm hungry? But God has given you seed. God ministers seed to the sower. When you put your seed in the ground, you nurture it, you water it, you manure it, 
you do your weeding, you preserve it, and then after some time, there is going to be a germination and there is going to be a harvest. So you shouldn't be hungry because God has given you seed. He has given you joy in seed form. You need to cultivate it and release it. And you have to be intentional about it. Life will test you. Situations will test you. The enemy will come against you. But you have to make up your mind and be very intentional. Look, no matter what you say, I'm going to keep my joy. You can't take my joy away from me because you didn't give it to me. Can I have an amen to that? I, I, I ministered that pretty much last week. And I spoke about Paul the Apostle. How that he told us to rejoice again, always in the Lord. And again, he said we should rejoice. Philippians 4.4. 4. But we saw, we went through all of his travails, or some of his travails. And in spite of all that Paul went through, he told us to rejoice. So calm down. Let me tell your neighbor, so calm down. Pastor, I don't have money, I don't have money. What kind of life is this? It's a meaningless life if somebody does not have money. Eh? Somebody does not have life at all. I don't, have, I don't have money to buy shoes. My shoes, my shoes are worn out. And, and it's, it's a shame. That's why I don't come to church because you don't have shoes. Peleo. Somebody doesn't have legs. And they're still thanking God. You know why they're thanking God? Because they still have life. See, I'm better than the one in the mortuary. So calm down and rejoice. Stop looking at the magnitude of your challenges. Stop looking at the bigness of your situation. Look at the bigness of your God. In your situation, find a reason to rejoice. Because where you are right now that you don't like is someone else's prayer point. Someone is, look, is looking up to you and saying, Lord, make me like this sister. Lord, make my life like this brother's life. And they don't know that you are very ungrateful. There must be a reason to rejoice. Rejoice for what? Pastor, you don't know I failed an exam. That you have life. That you have life. <laughs> to even fail an exam. <laughs> you have life to fail an exam. It is the one that is alive that has the opportunity to sit an exam and then to rewrite the exam. You are not the first person to fail. You won't be the last person. Henry Ford redefined failure. He said failure is the only opportunity to begin again. He said this time more intelligently. So in a course where you scored 39, ah, don't go and drink hypo. Thank God. Because if you had had only one more mark, you would have made it. It would have been 40. But this time, you go back and prepare more intelligently so you should be gunning for 75. Instead of just borderline success. Borderline. Everybody, every believer should have a cause to rejoice. I move on very quickly because I still have more to say. Number three, joy is the antidote to depression. Is the antidote to depression. Depression is very common nowadays. I never knew what depression meant until a couple of years ago. In fact, maybe in recent times. People say they are depressed, they are depressed, they are depressed. I say, ah, what's this depression thing? I started studying the course too myself in the university. And I've been learning so much about depression. I say, ah, so is this, is this so real? <laughs> Psychology thinks it's a feeling. The Bible makes it clear it's a spirit. Depression is a spirit. It operates in the realm of the spirit. And it sits on people. It literally, look at me, if you can see me. It literally sits 
on people. It sits on them. It is called the spirit of heaviness. The Lord showed me that. And I'm going to show you. Isaiah 61, verses 1 to 3. Joy is the antidote to depression. If you can release the joy of the Lord, which is in your spirit, you have no business one minute with depression. Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Verse 2. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Verse 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. I wonder why some people are mourning in Zion. I thought the Bible said they go from strength to strength. Every one of them appeared in Zion before God. How come that in Zion there are mourners? How come in church there are people that are depressed? Even in the house of God. He said to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy. The oil of joy for mourning. So joy is an oil. I love that. Because if you look, if you study the usefulness of what an oil is, it is limitless. It is inexhaustible. Oil, whether natural or synthetic, is good for you. There is oil that we use to shine our face. There is oil that is used to service a car. If you don't service your car every three months or six months, depending on the oil that you use, that engine will knock. Joy is the oil that services your life. If you go on with friction, with depression, your engine will soon knock. So when there is too much friction in your life, there's too much darkness, you need the oil of joy. The Bible said the oil of joy for mourning. What, what, why are you mourning? Mourning comes as a result of a sense of loss. Why do people mourn? They mourn because they've lost a loved one. Why do people mourn again? They mourn because they, they've lost an opportunity. Every time an opportunity slips through your fingers, it results in mourning. Ah! An opportunity to go abroad. Ah! An opportunity to have a scholarship. An opportunity to be promoted in my place of work. Ah, an opportunity to make money. Every time we lose an opportunity, the natural result is mourning, and that is depression. But glory be to God. I said, but glory be to God. God has not left us to the whims and caprices of the enemy. He has given us the oil of joy for mourning. Again, he didn't leave us with the oil alone. He also gave us the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. The spirit of heaviness is the spirit of depression. Those of you who have been depressed before, you know that to be depressed, one is to be in darkness. You are just dark. Everything is bleak. There is no hope. You can't see any hope on the horizon. Two, you are heavy. Your heart is heavy. Your mouth is heavy. People have told me, Pastor, I couldn't even pray. Let alone sing, sing the care. Let alone laugh. Laugh for what? How will the laughter come? No, tell me how. I was too heavy to even get up from my bed. 
If that is your situation this morning, I curse that spirit of heaviness in the name of Jesus. And God is replacing it this morning with a garment of praise in the name of Jesus. A garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that God might be glorified. May the Lord be glorified in your life. The oil of joy. Why oil? Oil makes your face shine and beam with life. Because in Christ, you are complete. Oil makes the face of a man shine. Psalm 104 verse 15. It says, and wine which makes the heart of man glad and oil that makes his face to shine. Oil. That's why in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said, when you fast, don't appear like the Pharisees to people that you are fasting. Very soon now we'll be fasting for dunamis. Don't come to church or go to work wearing a long face, looking forlorn, looking like you are mourning. Why are you looking sad? We are fasting in our church. Looking lugubrious and melancholic and morose, dispirited and disenchanted. Looking like you are disenfranchised from the commonwealth of Israel. Like you bear the burden of the world on your head. Say, what is wrong with you? I'm fasting. During Ramadan, you notice that bus drivers and conductors, they are very edgy because a lot of them are Muslims. One day, a sister of mine, one of my younger sisters, was on a bus. And this bus conductor had been very rude to everybody because he was fasting. At some point, a particular passenger in the, on the bus couldn't take it anymore. He told him, go and break your fast. Go and break your fast. Ah! Is it, my, is, is it, is it the most? He told him in Yoruba language, lo jau, lo jau, lo jau, lo jau. what's your problem? Now, in Christendom, Jesus said, when you fast, anoint your face with oil. Ladies, that means use your makeup. Guys, Use your hair cream. Brush your hair. Look clean. Look good. Don't appear to men that you are fasting. He says so that your father that sees in secret will reward you openly. Because if you are fasting and you are appearing to people like you are fasting, you already have your reward. You have only put yourself on hunger strike. Oil is important in our lives. Look at in, in, in those of you who are in the area of mechanical engineering or you know anything about engines. When engines are set, the way they are set to run, they run against, the, the iron runs against iron. They run against, the wheels run against one another. If you don't oil it, there will be friction. As a result of friction, there will be wear and tear over time. In some homes, the reason there is too much friction, daddy is fighting mommy, mommy is fighting daughter, daughter is fighting son, son is fighting uncle, Uncle is fighting in-law. In-law is fighting neighbor. The reason there is too much friction is because there's no joy. There is no joy in that home. When a husband wakes up in the morning and is wondering, how on God's green earth did I marry this, this miserable two-leg-footed idiot? And the wife wakes up in the morning and looks to her side and says, how on God's green earth did I become so unfortunate to be married to this visionless Purposeless, hopeless 
human being, homo sapien. And they don't stop there and they begin to trade words. And the children also pick it up. Somebody supporting daddy. Somebody supporting mommy. No, that is wrong. That is, that is too narcissistic. It's too narcissistic. He, 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 he's like Donald Trump. He's, uh, and so I said, no, it's mommy. Mommy is not submissive. She, she, she needs to learn. She needs to go and read her Bible. She, she goes to church. She, I don't know what she, they're even telling her in her church. The whole family is cranky. There are some homes when you enter, you feel the depression, you feel the lack of joy. is so thick, you can almost cut it with a razor. The solution is not to go on the mountain to pray. The solution is on the inside of you. What is the solution? Introduce joy into the home. Oh, pastor, how do you mean? Do I have joy? Yes, you do. In Luke 17, verses 20 to 21, they came to Jesus and asked him, this kingdom of God we are talking about, which is very beautiful, when is it coming? Jesus said to them, the kingdom of God cometh not by observation. Neither will they say to you, low here, nor low there. He said, because the kingdom is within you, is within you, is inside you. Church, where is the kingdom of God this morning? If you are convinced, if you know where it is, I want to hear you. Where is the kingdom of God this morning? Inside me, inside my spirit. So what is the kingdom of God? Are we talking about the estates of God? Are we talking about the cars of God? The horses and chariots of God? No, the kingdom of God is defined in Romans 14, 17. The Bible des describes the kingdom of God as not meat and drink, but righteousness, one, peace, two, joy in the Holy Ghost, number three. So if I may ask you this morning, is the kingdom inside you? So what are the things inside you? Number one, Oh, glory to God. People are in church this morning. Is righteousness in you? Yes, are you righteous? Yes, if you are born again, yes, you are. Number two, what is in you? Peace. Oh, somebody say, I have peace like a river. Let nothing bother your peace. Let nobody. Don't, look, people say, that, that woman is always driving me crazy. Why did you give her your keys? Collect your keys back. What? I'm not going to permit any human being under heaven to drive me crazy. They used to drive me crazy a lot. But not anymore. If you drive me crazy, I'm going to get my keys back from you. Do you understand that? Some people know what to say to get you mad. So they say it on purpose so you can lose your cool. No. Don't give them your peace. Let them say the same thing and you smile. If they say you are proud and normally you will fight anybody that says you are proud. What do you mean I'm proud? What, what, with, with all that I'm doing, with this humility, you're saying I'm proud. They know. Every time they say it, you'll be angry. They will say it on purpose. Yeah, say, tell him he's proud. You'll see how. Put it on Twitter. Ah, this guy's proud though. Hey! That whole day, Twitter will be shaking. How can somebody say I'm proud? With my humble background, with my humble self. Me that I normally koto, I normally greet people. I greet everybody. Yeah. You know what to do? The next time they say it, just smile. Oh, really? That's your opinion? If you knew me, I'm a very nice guy and I'm very humble and I love the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And just smile. Oh, really? They're expecting a different response. But now you have taken the power back from them. You gave them the power before. But now, they can't use the power on you anymore. They will still say you are proud. But then your response is now different. That means you are growing. That means you are conscious of the kingdom in you. 
Righteousness is in you. Peace is in you. Don't let anybody tamper with your peace. Your peace is very important. Peace is a breeding ground for prosperity. And peace is a good environment to enjoy prosperity. Many Nigerian politicians are prosperous in terms of money, but they don't have peace. They can't sleep at night. They don't have a permanent address. They sleep here for two weeks. They sleep there for another one month. Because somebody's carrying gun, chasing them up and down. They don't have it. Do you want that kind of money? Me, I don't want to. The money that I can't stroll down to Mokola and buy Boli at Tepa. I say, Mama, I, this Boli is too hard. Give me the one that is soft. The kind of Boli I like. You know, the one that, is, that looks tired. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? That as they are about to take it from that thing where they normally roast it, the thing will not be, it will not bend. My brother knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. The thing will not bend. It will not almost be cutting into two. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? I like that bully. But some people like him. I don't like that one. My father told me before he died. He said, whatever is harder than banana, don't eat it. So I like my ogede. Even my plantain, I don't like it to be hard like a pekere. No. I like the plantain that when you serve it, oh my God, it, it rests on the plate. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? When you now put a little bit of sauce, oh my God! Do you know that kind of plantain? When, when you now have chicken, grilled chicken by the side, you now have this, who is saying hard there? <laughs> Be born again. You now have this plantain around. It, now, it, it litters the plate. Then they now make ugu, ugu. You know ugu? The one that after they have prepared it is still green. They now put onions. They garnish it. Then you have a little bit of rodo. Do you know rodo? Oh my God. That's good lunch. Oh my God. That lady shook her head. <laughs> I'm painting the picture. Amen. Praise God. Now the third thing in your spirit is joy of the Holy Spirit. So when I say the kingdom is within me, I'm saying I have one, two, three. Where are the three residing? Inside Pastor Fred. Glory to God. Are they inside Demilade too? Are they inside Dori of Fed too? Are they inside Tosin too? Are they inside you? Say, I have the kingdom inside me. Joy is an integral part of the kingdom. You are a kingdom citizen. And then you carry the kingdom within you. You must carry joy. And when joy is in your heart, it will show on your face. My brother. It will show on your face. That's why everything that is godly is opposite everything ungodly. God said, make a joyful noise. The people of the world say, Ruju. Leju. Mareni. Mama. God said, Rary, and she said, Marary. Who do you follow? And some of you are children of God, but you like the music of the devil. God said, Make a joyful noise. The guy said, Marary, said, Me, I don't even know how to frown for a long time. When you frown, you use more muscles. You are stressing yourself. It will speed up your aging process. You will age faster than your mates. When you smile, you use less muscles. And that's when we realize you are really beautiful. 
You never know how beautiful some ladies are until the first day you catch them smiling. You see, he? So she can smile. Oh my God. Your best pictures are taken when you smile. Amen? Some of the pictures you like to keep on your wall, it, you like to keep in your house, you like to keep on your phone, they are the pictures where you smile. No one. You're stressing yourself. The joy of the Lord, when it's in your heart, it shows on your face. It is the antidote to depression. Amen? I said amen to that. Amen. Now, God is the one that supplies this joy in abundance. And it's a new day because joy ushers you into a new day. Psalm 30 verse 5 says, Weeping may endure for how long? Come on, preach with me, church, this morning. Weeping endures for how long? Just one night. But joy cometh when? Psalm 30 verse 5. Let me tell your neighbor, say that's Psalm 30 verse 5. Tell them, make it a memory verse. Don't ever forget it. Weeping may endure for how long? Joy comes when? What time is it right now? What time is it right now? What time is it right now? It's a new day, it's a new season, it's a new time, it's a new morning, it's a day of joy, it's a day of joy, it's your day of joy. The devil is a liar, no matter what he throws at you, this is your season of joy. Shout amen. The devil reminds you, you know you haven't paid your bill. Shut up! My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And what's your business if I haven't paid my bills? What's your business? What's your business? You know, you got symptoms in your body. Are you my doctor, Mr. Devil? Get out of here. Somebody said to him, say, get out of here. You know, you need to learn to slap, slap down that voice. The Bible says, casting down imagination. 2 Corinthians 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself is against knowledge of God. I have joy. You didn't give it to me, you can't take it from me. I have joy. When you have that joy and you release it, it is the antidote to depression. You have no business. No business with depression as a child of God. Joy signals a new day. Joy ushers you into a new day. It's a new day. Yesterday is gone. It's gone forever. I lost some money. Bye. I lost an opportunity. Bye. I lost whatever. Bye. I committed a sin, but I asked for forgiveness. Bye. It's a new day, Mr. Devil. A new day is here. A new me is here. A new opportunity is here. And there are many more opportunities in my future. I don't mourn over what I've lost. I thank God for what I have right now and for what is coming. Can I have an amen? And what is coming is bigger than what is gone. Glory be to God. Somebody walked out on you. They loved you before. You loved them before. But they decided to break your heart. And they walked out on you. Thank God. In fact, call them back and give them transport fare. So they can travel very far. Glory to God. Because what is gone is nothing compared to what is coming. The path of the just that is shining light is shining more and more and more and more onto the perfect day. Proverbs 4.18. Let me tell you the way God does, the way God relates to his children. He always gives us bigger, bigger opportunities. It only gets better with God. Stop mourning the one that is gone. David mourned the baby that Bathsheba had. He fasted and prayed, but God didn't heal that child. That child died. The moment they told David that the child had died, he got up. 
The elders were afraid. We don't know whether to tell king now because we don't know. Because now he has not eaten. He has not taken anything. He has isolated himself when the baby was alive. Now the baby is dead. I hope the king will not kill himself. David knew that the child had gone. You know what he did? He got up. He took his bath. He asked for his food. Give him my food. On to the next. <laughs> Amen? You need to learn to give a decent burial to certain events in your life. Certain ugly events that have taken place in your life. Give them a decent burial and don't bring them up again. If you want to keep your joy. Can I have an amen? amen. That's the way to be free from your past. The only person that can remind you of your past is, your de is the devil. And when he comes to bring up my past, I tell him, go and check under the blood. If you, if you can, check under the blood of Jesus. A new man is here. A new day is here. Joy is here. Today is the day of joy. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will, I will, as an act of my will, rejoice. Glory to God. I don't wait for anybody to give me joy. I reach into my spirit and bring out joy. Because joy is right there. And I draw him out. And he strengthens me. Strengthens me. When business is low, don't be complaining and be crying and weeping and mourning. Hey, baby, that's over. Get up. Thank God for the businesses in the past and thank him because you are expectant right now. Command your phone to ring. Phone ring, bring jobs. Bring business. I don't want useless text messages. MTN, APP, MOD, what's that nonsense? It keeps coming every time. Come on now. Pave way. Pave way for new clients and customers. Amen. Don't, 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 don't just keep quiet. Sometimes a closed mouth is a closed destiny. Open your mouth and decree and declare what you want. And release it on the note of joy. Let me tell you, every time I'm joyful like that, phone, my phone begins to ring. Things begin to come. Opportunities, open doors. Because I'm, I'm just expectant. I'm joyful. I say, Lord, thank you for this. I'm on to the next. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this. On to the next. And the ones that didn't work, Lord, thank you because you know why? You won't give me an Ishmael. Oh, Ishmael is a product of impatience. And I was impatient and Ishmael was coming, but God shut the door to Ishmael. Glory be to God. Number four, what else do you need to know about joy? Joy strengthens the muscles of your faith. Joy strengthens the muscles of your faith. That's point number four. Joy strengthens, it tones the muscle of your faith. Those of you that are into bodybuilding, you know that after some time, if you don't tone your muscle, it will become flabby and weak. You need to tone your muscle. Joy is the tonic. Faith is the muscle. You need muscles to carry things. You need muscles to pull things. Faith is the muscle that you normally deploy to pull things from the realm of the spirit into this realm. When you need healing, it is by faith you obtain it from the realm of the spirit and you bring it here. You need a car, you obtain it by faith into this realm. You need wisdom, you pull it by faith into this realm. James 1.5 says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men liberally and not bring on, and he shall give it to him. He said, But let him ask in faith, not wavering. So it is still faith we need to pull wisdom. Hebrews chapter, one, uh, chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2 says, For by it, what is that it there? Come and talk to me. What is that? It's there. Faith. So for by faith, the elders did what? I'd like you to scream that word. Obtained. What did they obtain? A good report. 
you will obtain a good report this week by faith in the name of Jesus. Obtain means to receive, to inherit, to possess. Back in the day when we were writing jam, you would go to the bank or you go to jam office to obtain a jam form. You go to wire office to obtain a GC form. You didn't have it before, but you will go there with money, you pay them money, and then you obtain the form. If you want to um, get your driver's license, you go to FRSC, you pay, and then you obtain the license. You want to travel abroad, you need a passport, you go to immigration service, you pay, and then you obtain a passport. The Bible says, by faith, we obtain a good report. Everybody, anybody likes a good report this week? Anybody actually expecting a good report? Submitted a proposal somewhere, you wanted a good report on it? Uh, maybe you applied for a job, maybe applied for a visa, maybe applied for a scholarship opportunity. Anybody, anybody expectant? I want to see your hands up actually. Okay, so I agree with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those of you raising your hands, this week the Lord will answer you. And by faith in him, you will obtain a good report. Put down your hands, amen. And those watching on the internet, trusting God for healing, maybe you're in the hospital right now, in the hospital bed. <laughs> by faith in the name of Jesus you'll obtain your healing and your supernatural deliverance from the deathbed can I have an amen yeah. ha -ha. there's a testimony that is cooking one of the people I've been trusting God for praying with he was close to having dialysis because the kidney stopped working and he sent me a message I called him I prayed and did other things. And I ran into his elder brother two days ago. I haven't spoken with him. I've been busy this last week. But I'm going to speak with him tomorrow. The other brother told me, have you heard the twist to the story? I said, no, sir. <laughs> he said right there on the hospital ward, he was walking. They were going to prepare him for dialysis. Because he couldn't defecate by himself. He couldn't pass out the feces. On the way to preparation for dialysis. He pulled on himself and it was massive. Messed up the whole floor. On the way. This God. This God. Lord, you know. I love you forever. What he couldn't do for several weeks and they said, look, dialysis is the solution. On the way, he released the heavy load. I'm trusting God for the perfection of that testimony. I have two other cases also that I'm praying. They look terminal. But who is it that speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has not spoken? What is it that he cannot turn around? That's why I love that song they took earlier today in the praise worship. There is nothing, nothing you cannot do. Nothing you cannot change. Nothing you cannot turn around. You are able. I put my trust in you. You better don't trust in man. You better don't trust in any herbalist. If herbalist gives you juju today to get things done, in the next three months, who told you you'll be alive? 
Somebody made a promise to me. He said he will give me a contract. What if you go there and the person has gone? Let your trust be in the one who is not going anywhere. Nobody voted him in. Nobody can vote him out. Nobody can impeach him. He is God forever. Let your faith be in him. Are you with me this morning? It is by faith we obtain. Hebrews chapter 6. Go to verse 12. Hebrews 6, 12. That ye be not slothful. Young people, don't be slothful. Don't wake up expecting free breakfast. Go and do something with your life. Some of you need to learn a skill. Learn a skill. Don't, be, don't, 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 don't belong to Kasum Kaji Enterprises. Wake up and do something. Don't be slothful. Learn a skill. You've learned a skill. Learn another one. There is nothing wrong with having a multiple streams of income. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. What the church lacks today is patience. I'm a man of faith, but I can't be patient. That's why people look for alternatives to Jesus. Because they can't be patient. They can't be hungry for six months. They can't wait on God. My grandparents were poor. My parents are poor. Pastor, are you asking me to be patient again with poverty? No, I can't wait to. I have to go and do something. Do something now. But something will do you later. He said, don't be slothful. People don't know that even believing God is, 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 is a job. Faith is hard work. Faith. <laughs> Faith. To sit down with the Bible. How many of you can sit down one hour, two hours with the Bible? One day the senior pastor sat down 11 hours. He had a major challenge in his life. He told us he was in London. 11 hours with the Bible. 11 minutes you have slept off. The same with prayer. Many Christians pray only when they have the opportunity to pray in church. You can't go far. Since I've increased and improved my prayer life, I've seen more results. Nobody can take it away from me. Nobody. Nobody. I love it so much now. I'm, I'm, look, people say I'm too busy to pray. No, in my case, I'm too busy not to pray. I'm too busy not to pray. Every other thing will have to give way. I tell people when I give appointment now, certain days, 12 noon, you can't get me. It's my prayer time. 3 p.m., you can't get me on that day. 12 noon, you can't get me. 3, you can't. That's apart from my early morning prayer. And on days when I'm able to get more hours, two, three hours together on my knees, glory to God. Sleep will come. You fight it. You fight it like a beast. Look, <laughs> don't be an enemy of my, my, my destiny. De David the psalmist had to cry to God. He himself had an issue with sleep. He said, Lord, lighten my eyes lest I sleep the sleep of death. So don't be slothful, but be a follower of them who through faith and patience what did they do? Inherit. That's obtain. Go to verse 13. Speaking about Abraham. Quickly. Verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. Uh-huh. Saying, surely, blessing I will bless you. Multiplying I will multiply you. Yes. And so after he had patiently endured, what did he now do eventually? Shout it out loud. He obtained 
he took delivery of the promise after he had patiently endured. He obtained. So it is by faith we obtain. Pastor, how do I obtain my next level? By faith. How do I obtain favor? By faith. How do I obtain a husband? By faith. How do I obtain a good wife? By faith. How do I start up my business? By faith. How do I excel in my career? By faith. 200 million people in Nigeria. How can I be prominent amongst the 200 million? By faith. My dad didn't go to school. My mom didn't. Shut up. Forget about that. Nobody's talking about your background. By faith. You will become whatever God wants you to be. By faith. But let me tell you something. As powerful as faith is, faith can become weak. Those of you that go into bodybuilding and you are lifting a dumbbell, you're lifting a dumbbell, you can lift it for 10 minutes. If you continue another 10 minutes, what begins to happen to your, your, your arms? Strength is going down. You are becoming weak. You go for one hour. A point will come if you don't take care. That thing will fall off your hands. It will drop off. Anybody knows what I'm talking about? Because at that time, you have exhausted your strength. Muscle has become weak. So what you need to do is to tone your muscle. The tonic for the muscle is joy. Anywhere you see real faith, you will see real joy. It is joy that supplies the strength to your faith. That's why Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord. It infuses and injects strength into your faith. Romans 15.13. On the screen, please. Romans 15.13 Pastor, how do I know that my faith is weak? When last did you obtain any results by your faith? Church, be honest with yourself. When last did you get anything by faith? You will know that your faith is weak when it is no longer producing. When you are not obtaining anything anymore. When you are not getting results anymore. Don't fight your mom. Don't fight your dad. Don't fight the villagers. <laughs> it is your faith that is weak. So how do I get my faith up? Joy. Romans 15, 13. Let's read together. One to go. No, that is too weak. One to go. Uh-huh. Again. What should the God of hope fill you with? All joy and what? And peace in what? In believing. That's in faith. When you are in faith, in believing, you should be filled with all joy and peace. You can't claim you are in faith when you are agitated and sad and sorrowful and forlorn and lugubrious and melancholic and morose and, and, and cantankerous. You know when you are cantankerous, very edgy, 
ready to fight anybody for even greeting you good morning. What's good about the money? What is good about the money? Did that tell you the money is good? Next time you want to greet me, say money. In fact, you don't need to greet me. Ah, sorry, sir. Sorry for yourself. And you claim you are in faith. You go to work, you are fighting all your, con all your colleagues. Ah, don't, 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 come, don't, come, don't come to my counter. Don't, don't use my computer. What, what, what is it now? Say, ah, Joy, take it easy now. She be normal, normal. We use one another's computers. What's the, look, today is just not, I'm, I'm just, I just want my space. Please. You see that expression, I want my space, is an indication that your joy level is low. When joy level is high, you become so exuberant that you cannot sit on your own. You, be go, you, you go and be looking for people to express the joy with and to share the joy with. Say, to see, oh boy, I get one just for you. Babe, ah, babe, oh boy. The guy, if the guy was down before, say, ah, oh boy, that's true, Shah. thank you for lifting my spirit. But when you need lifting yourself, that's when you want your space. Unfortunately, the devil makes you think you need your space. Let me tell you what he does. He isolates us to destroy us. He that the devil can isolate easily. He that the devil can separate easily. That's why he tells you not to come to church. Why are you going to church? The church that doesn't care about you. The last three weeks you have not been there. Nobody called you on the phone. Nobody texted you. Nobody did anything. They don't care. How must you go? Or must stay at home and watch online or enjoy yourself. Go, to, go on Netflix. Netflix. Netflix your life. Happiness. Happiness. I heard it last night. Is it a gospel song? Oh, it's not happiness. Happiness, Mugbo. Hold on. For you to know that, I don't know the song. So what did they say, Jerry? Eh? Ha, finesse. <laughs> okay. Uh, was it Don Mwen that sang it? Okay. Who sang it? You don't know. Who knows? Buju? 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 Is that somebody's name? You people need to be born again. Oh. They played it during drama last night. So I saw that. I was hearing happiness. Somebody stood up here. She was sitting in front of me. She didn't know I was at the back. She stood outside dancing. Happiness. I said, eh? Eh? Ah, and she's my friend, though. I said, okay, you will give your life to Christ tomorrow. Anyways, now everybody wants to be happy. Look, the truth of the matter is that nobody likes anybody bringing negative vibes. You don't want them around you. Depression is not nice. But when people bring positive vibes, you want to listen to them. That's why you like to listen to Pastor Fred. Amen. Praise God. Because even me, I, I, I like positive vibes. I don't like, I don't like negative energy. It saps me of my energy. Glory to God. Because I don't like some songs. When I hear, our God is great and glorious. We put our trust in your name, Jesus. I'm already dancing. If I'm driving, my head will be, my head will be dancing. Able to save and deliver. I won't close my shower. Reason. His reason forever glorified. 
Reason is reason. King Jesus, King Jesus is alive. Those are songs you should hear. You are mindful of me. I The crona is there. Look at the way they are singing it, and I see smiles on your faces. And you're looking, the ladies are looking beautiful, and the guys are looking handsome. Even God, even God, when you come to Him, don't bring a dirge, don't bring a sad song. God doesn't want it. Doesn't want it. God! Dear God! When people begin to sing, there is no faith. There is no faith. They are crying and are singing it. The Bible says when you are in believing, you should be filled with what? All joy and peace. Can I have an Amen! Faith looks good on you. Joy looks good on you. Peace looks good on you. Can I have an amen to that? The joy of the Lord is your strength. So when joy level is low, bring the Holy Ghost. Get into worship. Put on your smile. Look at that situation trying to depress you and laugh at it. Laugh at it. Laugh at it. Laugh at it. John Hopkins University in the United States already carried out a research and they said your body and even your brain, your physical body and your brain cannot recognize the difference between a makeup laugh and a belly laugh. They can't, the body can't recognize the difference. So it might sound like fake. Start from the fake. The original will pick up. Ha, 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 ha. Sad news on your phone. Ha, 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 ha. Ha 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 Oh my God. <laughs> Don't I you even need to sit down? Allah. Why are you not laughing? When I stopped laughing, you started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop laughing. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> the devil is wondering. No, I I meant you should be crying. You say say it again. Say it again. You should be crying. <laughs> He's speaking pigeon. You laugh at him. Amen. It will strengthen your faith. They said it will kill you in two weeks. You will live for another as long as you want to live. They told Mama Dodi Austin, metastatic cancer of the liver, Houston, Texas. You have only two weeks to live. December 1981. She's still alive. She's still alive. 2022. She's still alive. She's still alive praying for people with cancer. I met her in 2015 May in Houston, Texas. 
Don't tell me this gospel doesn't work. Don't tell me this joy thing is fake. It's just faking laughter. What's it doing? Wasting time. I bet preach what you want to preach. Let's go. You carry your Bible and go. Those of us that want to listen will listen. Because this joy thing works for me. Amen. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> laugh at the devil. Just laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He says you're going to be homeless. He says, say that. Say it again. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> in a papers, you are you laughing at me? I'm laughing at you because you said I'm not going to be healed. Laughing at you because you said I'm not going to get a job after NYSE. <laughs> I'm laughing at you because you said nobody will patronize my business. I've opened the shop. It's not just an exhibition center. It's not a tourist attraction center. It is to make money, to make profit. So devil, you said my business is not going to thrive and I will laugh at you because in your presence, customers are going to be coming. Thou preparest a table for me in the absence of my enemies. Where? So it's not every time you drive away enemy, enemy, enemy from father's house. Soul, da, da. Shut up. Come on, baby. Let them be there and watch you enjoy your meal. Eat the chicken. Eat the chicken. Eat, eat the brisket bone. We call it biscuit bone. I like it. Suck the marrow. Then tell them, oh yeah, pack the plates. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You can't afford to be weak. Weak faith won't help you. You need your faith to be strong. Need your faith to be strong. It is with joy we draw from the wells of salvation. That joy supplies strength to your faith. It is faith that brings it. It is joy that strengthens what brings it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Need I say that again? It is faith that brings it. It is joy that strengthens what brings it. <laughs> so your helper needs to be helped. So if faith is your helper, the helper of your helper is joy. And it is locked up on the inside of you. So when you don't release joy, it's your fault. It's not Gwari's fault. It's not Nigeria. We are all in the same country. Nigeria, oh boy, release your joy. Release your joy. We don't care who gets there, 2023, whoever. But Lord, we are praying that the right person will be there and will do the needful. Amen. But then whoever gets there, that is not what determines our joy. Even if it's your uncle that is the president, he might not remember you for the next eight years. So don't put your trust in man. It's the one that God sends to you that helps you. Next point, number five, joy triggers praise. This is where I'm going to stop. Joy triggers praise. Where there is joy, it triggers praise. You can't be joyful and contain it. Is there any Mary? Let him sing Psalms. Let me show you that scripture. I didn't read it in the first. It's in James. James, uh, James, 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 James Bond. James, the brother of Jesus. James, James, James. James chapter, chapter, chapter 5. Chapter 5. Look at verse 13. James chapter 5, verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. If you are afflicted, come to the expression house and pray. Don't stay back at home and be crying and mourning and weeping. Leave your school, leave your shop. Come Sunday, Monday afternoon at your break time. Come and pray here. This is the house of prayer. Don't get on WhatsApp and be writing nonsense. 
That's where you know everything going on in the lives of some people. They have no secret. You want to see their life, just go to their WhatsApp status. Now, I'm down. Nonsense. So it's WhatsApp that will get you up. I feel like ending it now. Idiot. I like Ghanaians. They insult you. They insult you in a nice way. They don't call you idiot. The word idiot is very painful. In the mouth of a Nigerian, you are an idiot. Ah, idiot. But Niger Ghanaian says idiot. Idiot. Are you writing everything on WhatsApp? Is any afflicted? Let him get on WhatsApp and update, update it on the status. Is any afflicted? Let him call the members of the church and say, members of the church, I just want to announce to you that I'm going through an affliction. I'm going through an affliction. The devil came to our house last night and he attacked us. Praise the Lord. Is that a testimony? Is any afflicted? What should you do? So dear halakata yalaba sakataya. Psalm 16 verse 8. I set the Lord always before me because he's at my right hand. I would not be moved. Lord, you know about this affliction. I know that you know that we both know that you know. And so Lord, this is why I'm praying because your word says, is any afflicted among you? Let him pray. So Lord, I know that you are here already and you hear my prayer. And Holy Spirit, help me to articulate the words with a vocabulary that only the Father understands. So I go beyond my human intellect because I don't understand the intricacies of this situation. Therefore, I am going to pray in a language I don't understand. Because I don't understand what is going on in my life, I'm going to pray in a language I don't understand so that the unknown will combat the unknown. One hour you are there, two hours you are there until you get a release in your spirit. Don't pray, shuke, shuke, 15 minutes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, if it's African magic now, you can be there. Two hours. Season one, season two. Prayer is hard work. After five minutes. Seven point five minutes. Ah, oh, Lord, I pray for one hour. Look at the clock. Yeah! Lataro! Seven minutes! Alaba, 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 Then your phone rings. Have I slept? Oh, God. Is any afflicted? Let him do what? Let him do what? If prayer doesn't change things, God would not have said to pray. People are looking for other people to change their fortune when they should be praying. I have prayer fruit in my life. I'm like Anna, who said in 1 Samuel 127, for this child I prayed. I have things I can point to in my life that for these things I prayed. I have people I can point to that I believe God to bring them into the household of faith, into salvation, and they are saved. Some people, all they can point to in their life is by connection. My daddy gave me, my mommy, one day they won't be there to give you. They will be alive, but there are things they can't give you. What if you can't sleep in the night? Money can buy you a water bed, but can't give you sleep. Money can build you a house, but can't give you a home. 
These are things parents can't give. Is any afflicted? Let him shed Then in the same verse, is any merry? What did he say he should do? Let him sing psalms. One translation says sing praises. Merry, joyful. Is any joyful? Let him sing praises. Joy triggers praise. When you are full of joy, on your own, no choir, no keyboardist, no drummer, no bassist, no violinist, you will just be praising God. I really want to thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. I really want to thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Ah, emi wa dupe ore ano, ore oni, ore ola, ore ojojumo, awa wa dupe ore ano. You just find a reason to thank him because you are joyful. You know that Isaiah 12 and verse 3 that we normally quote, with joy we shall draw water from the wells of salvation. Let's read the entire chapter, only six verses. You will see that praise is an offshoot of joy. And when your praise is driven by joy, it's acceptable to God. Verse 1, let's take it from verse 1 quickly. This is the last point I'm making. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Thou, though thou was angry with me, thine anger is turned away and thou comforts me. Yes? Behold, God is my salvation. Read everybody. I will trust and not be afraid. Louder. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Next verse. And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord. Church, say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yeah. He said, in that day you shall say, as you have joy, you say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I can't hear you. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory Great things he has. Nyolua, Nyolua, Finifu, Olua, Nyolua, Nyolua, Eyoniwa, Jure, Kato, Babawalo, Loruko, Jesu. Fogofu, how, how, how do you feel singing that? He said in that day you shall say praise the Lord and call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. You will share your testimony. You make mention that his name is exalted. No Babalawo is exalted. Jesus is exalted. Amen. Next verse. Sing. What do you do as a result of joy in verse 3? Verse 5, you sing unto the Lord. You sing unto the Lord. Everybody can sing unto the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen. Not everybody should go to the studio to record, but everybody can sing unto the Lord. Some are gifted in singing. The key is coming this way. They go this way. 
their own kids, Kiji. This, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. I said, I egg that microphone, let the brother Some people want to share testimony. Say, please, I have a song to sing. No, don't sing. Share the testimony. We're afraid. But the Lord is not afraid. Amen. He says, sing unto the Lord. And if you're not the Lord, I'm not singing to you. So even if my voice is not as sweet as yours, take it like that. So you don't know how to dance. Who told you? Who measures? What is the yardstick for dancing? I dance unto the Lord. How did David dance? You think he did leg walk? No. He danced to the exercise. I believe he was jumping. That's my kind of dance. Jumping. His boxer shorts was showing. The wife said, hey, old king. Dancing like one of those base fellows. Your boxers was showing. That was the only woman that remained barren in the Bible. Praise does wonders. Joy triggers praise. Kai, sing unto the Lord. Let's go on quickly. Sing unto the Lord. Uh huh. For he has done. This is known in all the earth. Last verse. Cry out and shout. Thou inhabitant of Zion. For great. Small is the only one of Israel in your church. Small is the only one of Israel in your family. Small is the only one of Israel in your, in your life. Great. So he said, shout for joy. Cry out and shout. We are in a shouting kingdom. Amen. Shout glory. We are not in the mortuary. We are in the sanctuary. Amen. We are not the, the graveyard people. We are the vineyard people. We cry out and shout because great is our Savior in our midst. You come against us, you come against him. You mess with us, he deals with you. Joy triggers praise. No wonder David was a wonder. Psalm 119 verse 164. Seven times a day do I praise thee, O God. Seven times a day. He was a king, he was a warrior, he was a husband, he was a father. He was even a priest, as it were. As busy as the schedule was, he carved out time to go into the sanctuary seven times. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He carved, he made musical instruments. Where there was none, he made. He created some. He will go after that session. He will come again for another session. Seven times a day. How many times a week do you praise God? Uh, Pastor, let's not lie, let's not lie. For us not to lie, for us not to steal. (laughs) On Sunday morning. Okay, so I'm not condemning you. But will you change from today? They didn't come to church over there. Will you change from today? You must make time out to praise him. Joy triggers praise. Let me tell you, when somebody is joyful, they don't need encouragement. They are too encouraged to be discouraged. David encouraged himself in the Lord. When you get home, read 1 Samuel 30. In 1 Samuel 30, 
they had gone to fight. Before they came, the enemies had come to Ziklag, where their wives and children were. The bandits came and took them. They took their wives. They didn't kill anybody. They took their sons and daughters. When they came back and they burnt the city, the men that were with David, who went out to fight with him, began to reason among one another, let's stone this man to death. Because he was the one that led us to war. And our families became vulnerable. Now they came back to zero. The Bible says in verse 4, they wept men. Ah, 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 ah. When a man weeps, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I'm not saying that women weep, but when a man weeps, you will laugh if care is not taken because it doesn't look good on them. Weeping doesn't look good on anybody anyways. They wept till they had no more power to weep. It's called maximum weeping. Have you been given maximum shishi before? No, when they are beating you, I are still crying. You still have energy. When they beat you, you can't cry again. That's maximum. Men wept to the point that they said, Ah, it's a war bill, my beautiful wife, my husband, my daughter. Ah, ah. There was no more power to whip. They thought, look, we'll stone this guy. David had nobody to go to to encourage him. The Bible says, he looked inwards. Joy is within. He encouraged himself in the Lord. It will lead me to my next point, which I will take maybe next Sunday. When there is joy in your heart, it prepares your heart to hear from God. I'll close there. This is why the devil likes to keep people depressed. Because in depression, you don't hear God. In depression, the only voice you will hear is that of the devil encouraging you to commit suicide. That's why depression and suicide go hand in hand. The devil that got you depressed in the first place will now come and say, why are you still living? What are you living for? End it. Go and find rest. End it. Go and find rest. End it. Go and find rest. And when people commit suicide, they will be shocked. They will be surprised that they are still living. When you take a gun, stick it to your head and pull the trigger. Bah! Say, I want to go and rest. Immediately, the body falls down. The spirit is still alive. But I thought I killed myself. You will see the body in the pool of blood. But you are still alive. Because you are not your body. Your body is the house you live in here on earth. Your body is the, you, the suit you wear here on earth. If you kill it, it will die there. But then your spirit. You will now go and answer to God. Why you took a life that God created. Joy prepares your heart, your spirit, to hear from God. 